Hey, what's going on, guys? Steve Van Dies. Oh, you want to roll it? Your camera, camera uh -oh. what the fuck? Where's your mic, man? <laughs> you do that every time. <laughs> Fucking good, man. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, guys? Steve Van Deest here, and welcome to the Thought Exchange. I got my boy, Cameron Barkey. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Thought Exchange. Thought Exchange. Uh, we, got, we got a great guest in the house today, uh, Godessa. Yes. Yes? So, yes. You guys, if you guys want, you want to introduce yourself? Do you want to start first? Sure, I will. Yeah. Hello, which camera am I looking this at? This is your camera over this here. This is my camera. This okay, is yours. So this is, you can talk to that one right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Charlene Smith, a.k.a. Queen C. Okay, and then uh, you want to introduce yourself? I'm Katya. Katya, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. you go by, do you go by a different name or no? That's just by Katya. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, before we started, we're gonna go right into this. Before we started, you, uh, you guys were talking about. No, 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 no. We can't start with that. We got to do a bit of a background <laughs> on Godessa. Do you want to go down? Yeah, we're not going down that right. I was. <laughs> wow. Spikes road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before okay, it was heavy. It was a heavy it conversation. Heavy, I never got a heavy. chance to put my two cents. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, yeah, I was excited. Yeah, was leave excited. it, leave it. No, no, no. Okay. That's, can't throw them right under the bus. And people who are listening right now on the on the audio and the camera here, they got no idea what we're talking about. They got no about. backstory. Anyways, backstory is, without getting into it, was just before the episode, we had a, we were having a pretty heated conversation, and Steve was like, all right, let's start the episode. So now we're here. Anyways, um, we're not going to get into what we were talking about before the show. Okay, let's um, talk about Godesso here for a little bit. So... Uh, what do you guys, what do you guys do? Are you guys dancing or what do you guys, uh, let me take them. Yeah. All right. So, well, us as Godessa, I mean, we are a group, uh, mm. collective, but also really focused as an entertainment group. Okay. Uh, females, female artists is what we inspire to display, to show and to allow for the voices to be heard. So that can be in all sorts of artistic expression. So we're not just limited to any sort of one particular style, not just dance not just vocals, live instrumentation, there's rap, hip-hop, burlesque, like, we do anything that really comes to our soul, but mostly the shows that we've had have comprised of hip-hop uh, themed and burlesque themed things. So, because the burlesque has a little bit more the acting element, so we, we enjoy the, you know, the performance value of that, and it's a lot more engaged with the audience, and yeah, a little bit more of a storyline that can be conveyed Nice. Less show, so, yeah. nice, nice, nice. And uh, how did you two kind of get involved? Like how, did, like, how did it all start? Yeah, so, I mean, it started as kind of like a vision, a dream that came through to me when I was traveling in Central America seven years ago. And uh, I was hiking this mountain on the solstice, and it sounds kind of woo-woo, but it was real. Like, it was <laughs> the real deal. And, yeah, I just saw this, this, things so clearly of like women performing together it's like steezy as fuck lots of gold lots of rap djs like gold glitter and it was just like an army of women and like it was for the planet and uh, i don't know it's hard to describe in words and so this thing just shook me and ever since then it's been like my focus to kind of build towards that and it, of course like 
received this vision very clearly and then it just kind of left to my own devices after that. So just bit by bit over a long period of time, um, connected with different people who kind of shared a similar desire um, and to, you know, just started little collaborations here and there and like over time it grew and it really, I would say, came into being when Charlene and I met a couple years ago at Alchemy of Women Festival and uh, it was this beautiful collision of worlds and we're like holy fuck like we have a lot in common there's you know yeah everything just kind of started clicking into place and you know I had gathered a tribe of women and she had gathered a tribe of women and our tribes kind of converged at that point and you know just amazingly talented beautiful women the inside out with mm -hmm. um, yeah lots to share lots to say and all the creative fronts poetry dancing singing instrumentation yeah you know you name yeah. it and MC. so i'm seeing <laughs> comedy yeah and comedians uh, are so, so, so. The comedians are fun. Well, we've had comedians yeah we've had quite a fun array of of talented women come through yeah we have some comedians rock the stage we have yeah. some spoken word rocking the stage i mean yeah so you guys you guys um would you there's this i'm still trying to get a clear picture of it you, it was just like sort of like a label then and you're signing these girls? Or are you throwing events? Like, yeah, how, uh, it's kind of like an umbrella. It's going in the direction of yeah. being a label, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, we do throw shows. We're an entertainment company right now. Yeah. And um, so... So right now it's kind of like an ideology where, like, Godessa is yeah. the... I like that. Um, I like that. It's like, it's like, a, it's yes. like a movement of women mm -hmm. that come a together. Movement. Yes. I it like is that. a movement. It is, it yeah. is, it is. It totally is. It's, it's honestly... Because of the way in which it has organically formed itself, like yeah. really and truly, the, the meeting of Katya and I together—that was just pure magic. It's so funny because you know I've been roving around here, knowing the same people she knows, and she's roving around over here. It's like her constantly circling around like this. Finally, it's just like bam, and I was like, oh, okay, hey, hey, who's you? Like who's you? I'm like strumming my guitar, and she's listening. I see her strumming her guitar, and I'm like. Like, bing, heavens yeah. opened up. So, like, it is definitely something that takes, and on a life of its own. And I yeah. think that those are the things that are most precious and also the things that will stand the test of time are the things that organically form on its own. It's just, like, something kind of beyond our own conscious um, control. But it is, like, this urge to create. So our urge to create in an artistic way our urge to write songs, our urge to collaborate together to write these songs, to me helping her learn how to dance, her helping me ground more into my voice and into my body with, with that. Like, it's just a continuous development of ourselves in the process. And then also, so happens to be, it's like we create this baby together called Godessa. And so it's birthed. And right now it's, you know, in its little toddler phases. And it's definitely getting its legs and all the people who are supposed to be in it to are starting to, to find their place within it. But essentially, if you were to call up Goddess and be like, hey, I need a show, then we would be your entertainment for the night. So we'd have live instrumentation, or the beat. Katya on the keyboard, our boy Nikki Dubs, one guy. <laughs> you, got a, you got the token guy. Yeah, and the, we got, we guy got in the, the group. one male, yeah. the one divine masculine in the group who makes sure our tracks are all good, who helps to produce our tracks as well. Um, he's there, and yeah, and then we'll have our burlesque dancers that come through so we can put together an entire show. Um, we were just, we were hired for the Works Gala. We were their entertainment for the night. 
singing at yeah at the Fairmont Tom Hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome! Yeah, it was great. It when was, was the works in June? Or July. We had beginning June of was, July. June 14th was the <clears throat> gala, so it was beginning of July. Yeah, but yeah, it was the gala, yeah. the opening kickoff party for mm-hmm. all the staff and the, the volunteers, yeah. certain artists and to from. raise money for the for the interns scholarships. Yeah, intern scholarships yeah, yeah, yeah. for the works gala. Not for us. We are, we ain't they, there yet. They ha- they have a, they have an intern scholarship. There. Oh yeah, internships. That's really the cool. works gala has been around for like 35 years. The woman who who runs it, uh, Linda. 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 Thirty-five years, you said. Wedman. Wedman. Did you say thirty-five? Thirty-five years, exactly. And for the past twenty-five years, I believe, or so, they've been doing the work scala to raise money for their internships. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Is that like Alberta Works? It's the same thing. Like- it's a local arts festival. Okay. That's typically mm-hmm. held in Churchill Square. It might be beyond might Edmonton, be but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool thing. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I didn't know it was 35 years long. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. Yeah. That's the one with the little eyeball on it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really on 100th easy. Street? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. I know some details. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at the legislature this yeah, year because exactly. Churchill's been shut down. But yeah, because the library, yeah. that big, like, that's right. Tank yeah, the tank, thing, the yeah. tank that they, they put up mm-hmm. in the. Mm-hmm. On uh, Churchill Square, just in case. I think it's set up just in case some shit goes down. The the, the library can just drive out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it's just, it's just waiting. Probably. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> that library is getting like reamed all over the internet, though, isn't it? It's like beyond Edmonton I right know. now. I know it's getting reamed out hard. Yeah, we're getting beat up yeah, for that thing. Yeah. Really hard. Like the old one, the new one. Well, it's funny too because like now we're going to the library. But the library originally was just supposed to be a quick little like uh, fixer upper, and then they tore it apart. And they go, then the foundation guys go, I don't know, man. Now that we ripped out the walls, I think it's gonna be a lot more than we thought. You know, we could leave it like this. We already gutted the whole thing. Might as well take it down. Might as well like we're gonna have to redo the whole foundation now like i didn't realize the foundation was this bad uh so sorry (laughs) so like they're like now we're like bent over a barrel we have no choice and then they're like yeah we'll build it like this beautiful huge thing it's got nice renderings and stuff comes out looking like (laughs) 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 they got they got hosed man who's the project manager on that one got hosed from Aww. the beginning you know someone saw the poor someone guy. saw the poor guy and went like poor guy there's a sucker right <laughs> take that guy for everything he's got i'm like yeah we That's can we, we can oh super cheap super cheap facelift on this thing fucking millions of dollars later <laughs> 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 they've been working on that thing now for how many years now i guess hey see how long have you thinking about this <laughs> uh, no, it just popped in man it's funny <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know all the details come out and be like, That's yeah, there's so this guy, funny. his name, Jim, you know, Jib, Jib, you over there, and calling everyone's name. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, you so you two were performing at uh, Hotel McDonald for the work. Yeah, we've been yeah. performing a lot. A lot. Of so we put on our own shows. Yeah. Um, that have, I think every single one of them has been sold out yeah. in the last year. They've been back to back almost every month. We've done shows and then we get hired on to perform yeah. for other other events oh, and right. festivals. We headlined at Astral Harvest this year mm-hmm. um, in Northern Alberta. Yeah, we performed at the Wow, Mar- that's a pretty big one. Astral Harvest yeah. is a, like a decent-sized yeah. festival yeah. in Alberta, 5, anyway. People. Yeah. yeah, that's How pretty many? good. 5,000. 5,000? That's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was massive. It was a huge turnout. I mean, 
it was a lot of a lot of work too getting to that point so many so many things that happened like i said all a part of like this personal development expansion goddess growing it's thing. like fire after fire yeah honestly know? and it's just you know it, what it really reminded me of is just like this understanding that no matter what sort of concept of success it is that you're going for and everybody wants like you know when they look at us like oh goddessa like wow because we have promo videos you know we look good like <laughs> look good and we do our, honestly, I'm going to like read like that it. shit. That's, that's confidence, eh? It's Most true. Most people be like, yeah, we got these true. promo videos. <laughs> uh, nothing crazy. I mean, if you want to look, you're okay. Stop, man. You're like, no, it was fucking good. This is good. Beautiful, women. Beautiful. Big pack like, oh, on point. And people see us perform and they're like, wow. Like, oh my gosh, you know. And we get messages after messages. I want to be part of Godessa. I want to be part of Godessa. Da-da-da-da-da. What do I have to do? What do I have to do? And like. The thing is, like, about anything with success, I'm realizing is, like, yeah, you want all of the great things and the feel-goods and, like, the end product. You want that end product. But, like, you got to want the shit that comes with it, too. Yeah. Like, Tony Robbins always says, like, the problem with people is that they think they're not supposed to have any. <laughs> and it's true. When you want success, you have to want the type of problems that come with those successes. You, you know what a successful person is? Hmm problem solver that's exactly it that's all you are and that's all we've been doing <laughs> constant like okay the this big... is happening strategize how do we do this yeah. and especially like as a group of women and because of the fact that we are literally repatterning our our consciousness repatterning our ways of being together especially as women because we're taught so much to be in competition with one another so then, like learning how to collaborate with each other again that's that's repatterning within ourselves repatterning how we behave around each other and that's like problem after problem that show up. And instead of running away from it, you learn how to alchemize it. Dive right into Dive it. Dive right into it. And that is, if there's anything that I've realized about this lovely journey, both with, you know, Godessa, her empowered voice, my Universe Connect company, is that we're problem solvers. And at the end of the day, people get to see the end result of a shit ton of problems. <laughs> like, solved. Like but solved, that's, yeah. That's, that's the thing. If the more money you want to make, the bigger the problem you that's have to it. solve. That's it. More money, more so, No, like, that's, that's <laughs> all it is. So if you want to make, like, lots of money, charge lots of money, you have to solve a big true. problem. It's true. Big, big yeah. problem. The bigger yeah. the problem, the more money you can charge to yeah. fix it. It's true. Little problems, <laughs> not so, like, exactly. anyone can fix them. It's true. You know, big problems, that, you know, you need a specialty. I like you know? how you called it a movement mm -hmm. because I think that really encapsulates what is happening here. It is not, like Char said, it's not just the show. Yeah. The show is sparkly and it's more mm -hmm. and more polished and professional Every all time. the time. And that's great. But what it is, is it's revolutionary, I feel, in what we're doing in creating this safe space for women to come and excavate themselves. Mm -hmm. it, we go deep. And we hold space for each other yeah. and support one another oh, yeah. to go beyond the blockages that hold us back. Mm -hmm. To do what we really want to do. And everybody has shit in the way. Yeah. Absolutely. And Nobody wants to let go. And, and it's all about letting go. Like, it really is. Like, as soon as you let go, mm -hmm. as soon as you just say, okay, just take me. Then things start to flow. It's true. And it has to flow because, like, especially with female energy. Female yeah. energy is different than very male much. energy. Female exactly. energy very is very so. flowy. Very much Male so. energy is very rigid. Yeah. yeah. Like very to the point, hard turns, yeah. hard left. Yeah. But female energy is more about going with the flow and doing yeah. that. 
So the more There's, you just enjoy your moments and enjoy the way that. they are. There is that. And I totally agree with that 100%. I would definitely say there's the flow. But, you know, even with our last show at Astral Harvest, our, our theme was the concept of duality. And, and, it, and it, it is the idea of embracing both the masculine and the feminine within us. Yeah. Because as much as, and this is the thing about like, oh, just let go. And it's great, like, hippie mentality sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, just let go. But sometimes shit don't get done if you just let go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? All this energy gets to be... But if it continues to go this way, like, there's no actual impact in terms of what it can affect if the energy flows out. But when we have this idea of... And that's what we actually really help to do for each other because we're both quite... You know, our own masculine and feminine within ourselves. Very strong women, you know, whatever it may be. Motivated. Motivated. Very motivated and inspired. Because it's our vision that really draws us in together and for everything else. But it's just like our ability to help each other. Like we give each other sort of like the masculine, rigid, like, okay, what is it that we want? We want this. Cool. Boom. We put the structures in. Now flow. Yeah. Now let go. Flow around it. You know, but you have to. And this is why, like, we love doing exactly what we do. Creating the stage. That's the masculine. Yeah. We get to create the stage. We create the structure. Now flow all within this. Yeah. Do all that you want right here, right here. And let, let it be. And then that feels safe too. That is creating a container. That's holding the space. And that's, that's what I feel like um, is a part of the movements that we're doing because it's, that's the empowering part is that we're actually able to show up for ourselves. We're able to create that container for ourselves. And then we're also to let, able to let go within that space knowing that we're held not only by ourselves but amongst by each other another. exactly it's very very cool yeah and, and working through the shit that comes up like you know women <laughs> typically like totally. I, I hear it all the time you know like wow like that's so many women we've had up to 30 women in a show big shows that take a lot of time a lot of rehearsal time all together and people are like, I didn't know that many women could work together. You know, like that's unheard of. And things are changing. You know, there's kind of this global movement of women supporting women and yeah. kind of like healing that old belief that, you know, that cat, you know, women are catty, like we're, you know, passive aggressive and really yeah. like we don't actually want each other to succeed because at the end there's not enough for everybody. But that's bullshit. That's a lie. That's yeah. a scarcity mentality. Yeah, exactly. That is scarcity we don't mentality. So where, 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 where do most of these ideologies come from, though? This is, this is why us doing this, 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 this for so long had to happen because yeah. my life had to happen all of my trials and tribulations and creation of my company, Interverse Connect, um, you know, growing up in a very strict religious household, then breaking from that into, I don't know what's happening in life, then having to root back into my concept of like, what is God? What is this? What are we here as humans? Oh my God, <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Oh shit, there is no meaning. Oh, but the whole idea is to create meaning. Okay. Like, you know, going through all of these things and my own journey with my, my concept of divinity and 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 then discovering yoga for myself, yeah. which I am a yoga teacher as well. It's I was noticing that. So yeah, you have yeah. this uh, yogi dance. <laughs> yes, that's one of my lovely creations. And that's how we actually pretty much met and yeah. how we really... In the kind yoga of, class? Well, at the Alchemy of Women Festival, mm-hmm. she um, was hosting her yogi dance workshop. And I was hosting a voice empowerment <laughs> hip hop yeah. kind of workshop. So I attended her <laughs> workshop. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the medicine that I've been seeking. This is what I need. And then she came to my workshop like, and cool. had a similar experience. Which was the only workshop I attended at that festival. Yeah. And I just so happened to have stumbled on, like, and it was so, yeah, she cracked me open there. So I was like, I've always been a writer, 
I'm like, I can, you know, close doors, write my poetry, and do my thing, then present it to the world. But then, you know, she's showing us how to do this freestyle. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, and then just started doing it, and I felt that awesome comfort, wisdom from her. And that's that's what really kind of drew me in. That's where you guys like, connected, like, yeah, the deepest? Yeah. So yeah. you started rapping. Yeah, she yeah, got me into that. Yeah, she's, I started dancing with her and twerking with her, learning choreography. I've like been dancing my whole life. I've been a, a go-go dancer. You know, I love moving my body. Just freestyling. Freestyling, mm-hmm. but I never learned choreography before. Mm-hmm. So Charlene helped me break down a lot in, <laughs> inside myself to be able to. to so this wasn't better. like your like one of your first interactions though. You started rapping and she started dancing. No, we took each other's workshops, workshops at this festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's where we met. Yeah. And then we start, and then we were like, wow, like, I want what you got. She's like, I want what you got. Let's hang yeah. out. Let's have a conversation. The more we hung out, the more we realized there yeah. was something there. Ah, okay. I was, I was picturing it. That was like one of the, like, the first interactions, and you switched the workshops, and then you just, like, she, you, you started rapping, she started dancing, and you guys were like, whoa, this is really dope. But, <laughs> no, I was like, whoa. Immediately right at the Yeah, I thought that was immediately right was, at the actually. It, it really was. did, because we had that share circle at yeah, the end. Yeah, we and, did. Like, everyone yeah, was, was dropping pretty, some pretty dope lines, actually. It was actually. true, yeah. We were yeah. Actually yeah, that's what was pictured in my head, pretty and I was like, like whoa. If they were to make a movie, yeah. that's, they would probably speed it up and put it and like that. And do it like that. Do it like that, where you just start doing yeah, the rap, like and then she starts <laughs> dancing, and you'd be like, oh, hey, what's going on? It's yeah. like, yo, just, oh, just my God. Into a montage, <laughs> and that's the montage, and then you guys are writing and dancing, doing choreography, and after yeah, the Rocky song is over, you guys are basically doing thing. a full yeah, that's, that's what I was picturing in my head. <laughs> well, it's, it's true, then. It's totally true. Yeah. It's, it's so I just, wanted, I just wanted to ask if that's how it was. I was like, yo, it's kind of wild. In a, in a short synopsis, I've met people like that, sort of. Where you're just like, even at hip hop shows myself, it's just like the same sort of thing. You start vibing with somebody, you're like, yo, this mm-hmm. is dope. And then, like, oh, yeah. The, yeah, the, your first interaction is you guys, like, kind of dancing or whatever. <sighs> that, you know, happened, like chilling. That, that happened to me one oh, yeah. time when I was Good at communication, a. Good communication, whatever. I was at a house party with a bunch of, uh, bunch of musicians, and I was just like, like, the, the way everything just flowed, I was just like, mm-hmm. like, it was a 20 minute, mm-hmm. 25 minute jam session. Yeah. And it was just like, I recorded the whole thing. Dude, it was sweaty. Huh? Did you oh, see yeah. it? Yeah, it just looked sweaty. It looked sweaty, but it was just like... It Had was a just, few of those. But they, but they were just like... 25 minutes. It, it was oh, a 25 minute out. non-stop oh, yeah. song. Yeah. And it literally yeah. flowed. Like, the recording of it was just like, this is straight to recording. Like, it was like yeah. amazing. Because like, it literally switched from one singer to the next mm-hmm. swimmer to like... They would switch mm-hmm. instruments... But it never skipped a beat. Never stopped. No. It never stopped. Like the drummers would switch out. And I'm like, when did the drummer switch? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see the drummer switch. And they would like, That's they would the just switch out. Flow. And they'd be like, switch mm-hmm. out, switch positions. And they would just stay yeah. in the groove and stay in the move. And I was just like. I see tapping into a collective consciousness. Yeah. And there was yeah. like no words. There was like, yeah. everything was just like, done. all the vocals were arc, sounds. Yeah, and articulations, like, feelings. feelings. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, wow. That's the most beautiful feeling. Yeah, it was it's interesting honestly, to be in the center of that. Like, I was in the center, and I was like, this is a little Absorbing wild. it all. Absorbing it all, yeah. yeah. It was a little yeah, heavy. Totally. It was a little heavy. I was like, well, this is a lot. You're we like, had... almost ready to grab the microphone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. My thing was the camera. My, my camera flowings was yeah. just flowing with everything. Like, yeah. oh, I, it was a one-shotter. <laughs> the whole thing was a one-shotter, but I had it on a gimbal, so it's the whole amazing. thing was so Really? Just, oh, so you, that's awesome. Yeah, like, the whole thing mm. just flowed. So like, you tapped into it, too? Yeah. Yeah, everyone tapped. Like, good. I was in. I was in on yeah, it. Using I was like, it. Everybody using was it. in. He's doing your part. I was doing their part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's why I was in. Like, that. That was. it was wild, so... We've had like, some fun jets. Yeah, we definitely have. And everybody's so multi-talented, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Charlene is an amazing writer. 
amazing poet, like amazing rapper, amazing dancer. You know, I play piano, I play violin, I rap, I sing, I dance. So, you know, we're all multi disciplinary mm -hmm, faceted and our percussionist Nikki Dubs like he plays the drums incredibly. I know like a madman he can play Ooh. the keys he sings he can do Ooh. three part harmony he live loops any yeah. instrument oh. yeah. so he can build any type of beat or song from the ground up on the spot mm -hmm. so you know when we're yeah like when we're all together and we kind of get into that state we're swapping yeah. rolls this oh, and yeah. that Leah gets up on the drums right yeah she gets like, up it's so much fun Char's freestyling on the <laughs> mic I'm dancing <laughs> and then we switch and it's the I have to tell them about our, our jam session. So where, where were we? We just finished performing at, it was the Cheshire Productions. That was for the mental. The mental health, aware, mental mental health, health awareness. awareness. At the CKUA. At the CKUA building. building. Yeah. So we just finished performing, yeah. okay? And we're all like having a good time, you know. Had some very legal Mary Jane. Very, very legal. <laughs> after the after the performance, we're very smart, and so we're all in the back room, just in our like our little little green room. And then I think Nikki Dubs just starts going, making a drum, a beat. He's beatboxing. Yeah, he's yeah. beatboxing. Yeah. I think you had. Did you have a little something? He was playing with some, I don't know. But anyhow, all of us the same sort of vibe, that jam session kind of vibe. So jams breaking out, blah 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 blah. And we're like, not none of us are Spanish in this room. But we're all just like, <laughs> we're having a siesta, <laughs> singing our singing our lungs out, and actually really good. Like I think we have it recorded somewhere, and I mean like doing all sorts of things. But no hello, siesta stuff? is a nap. Yeah, I didn't realize. It's supposed to be fiesta. fiesta. It's supposed to be fiesta. 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 <laughs> the whole time we're singing, we're having a nap. I'm like, I need a siesta. <laughs> That one was a siesta. You know how that one that one word can catch and then it just gets repeated over and over and over again. Repeating wrong words. Oh my god, we repeated siesta a million times. And like with like Whitney Houston kind of vocals, like I'm telling you, we nailed it too. We nailed it. Nope, none of us caught fiesta. All of us kept going with siesta. I think it was the next day we realized it. You're like, hey, we're like, wait a minute, this is too much energy. I want a nap. Like those bitches are tired. Yeah. Like they're so just backwards. Yeah. Already, like, Jesus. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. I was just yeah, I love that joke. Funny. One of my favorite jam sessions of all time. That's actually us. really funny. Oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> hear the recording, like anybody in Spanish would be like, damn these Damn, girls, these, these girls are yeah. <laughs> Laying your Spanish. I'm sorry, like, I'm what sorry. Are they <laughs> Sorry. I've had those I've had those situations too where like I was listening to I'd be listening to Daddy Yankee I don't know if you know mm -hmm. Daddy Yankee so I'd be listening to Daddy Yankee jamming in my car and my mom's in the car with me but then I'd start listening to the lyrics and I'm like holy <laughs> shit I'm just like I shouldn't be playing this with my mom in the car nope nope <laughs> like, oh yeah what is he saying oh yeah <laughs> no? no idea like, I got, I'm yeah. like I gotta turn that one off yeah we definitely had some oh we've had plenty of fun jam sessions so where do, where do you primarily meet is there like a, a weekly thing? Like you guys meet up and is this just kind of like, um, yeah, do you have like a culture behind it where you guys like get together every so often? So like quarterly meetings or? The cool thing is we're all like best friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. So we see each other all the time. We work together in different capacities. We have like little creative projects in smaller us. groups mm -hmm. on the go that are happening all the time you mm -hmm. know whether it's two of us three of us four of us five of us so that's all happening and you know when we do a big show all together of course we get together in practice spaces like la fitness yeah the side. thank goodness you know i teach there there's so. a number of places cool. we go. Yeah. <laughs> but Shh, don't tell yeah i was like yeah, yeah when you get like you get booked for a show yeah. uh 
how how long how long is like one of these shows? So, well, it can de- it can depend. So if we on what the host, person wants, yeah, yeah, it definitely depends on what the person wants. If it's like one of our events, our events tend to run an hour hours. at least, an hour and a half. So then it also depends. Like if we're booked for a little cameo performance, then a cameo is like usually at least ten minutes of us half doing something to half an hour. You know, but you know, for like the works, we were there from five thirty straight up until eleven. Eleven. You know what I mean? Just and like, all doing different little different, things. Yeah, exactly. Different little things. Had some people roving around and you know, would have breaks in between our performances. So it really just depends. But like we have enough material if we put together a show, it's it, it it's usually an hour and a half of like a solid performance with little breaks, MC in between, you know what I mean? To make sure that it all flows and goes smoothly. And cap it off breaks, with the DJ. Cap, yeah, like, cap it off with the DJ. There's a lot of moving parts with that. You can get like oh, yeah. uh, costume, tons of moving cha- parts. costume changes and oh, things yeah. like that. Oh yeah, tons of costume changes. <laughs> costume changes is a lovely thing when it comes to the show life. I love it. So are these, are it's these? like a, it's intense backstage. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah man. Flying, like, get out the way. Sometimes it's like three girls helping another girl. Yeah. She's got to get so she's many not pieces ready. on for the she's next She's not number. ready. Go. Next person, go. <laughs> next yeah. person, show up. feel like nothing happens. You know, it's, it's great. I love it, honestly. I love every moment of it. Sometimes there's <clears throat> definite interesting moments that come up, like, Astral Harvest, and this is probably definitely a good example of, of being held by the group because, you know, so many things were happening. At Astral Harvest, we had 22 performers, I believe. That was for, and we had an hour and a half long set, and things were just, you know, we were as prepared as we could be. But show day is, there's always going to be things happening. That's just, what happens, no matter yeah. what, you know what I mean? And so, like, we had a poll because we had poll dancers as well. And this the poll was not fitting where it's supposed to fit, and because I, I tend to lead all of the group, like I tend to lead, I'm li- head choreographer for all the group pieces. And so usually I'm somewhere in the front and it just so happened that there's a slope on this hill. <clears throat> like, oh, and the pole's li- not short enough? And the pole has, so now I thought the it's, pole could be like off, off the stage and just onto the side, but there's a slope. The, so yeah. I can't risk their lives, so I gotta put them on stage. And then I'll, I'm also kind of freaking out. I'm like, okay, their lives are fine, but what about me? Like, <laughs> I'm literally like this on every dance piece. And so for a moment, just before we were just about to go on, because it's literally five minutes before showtime, and I'm just, and they're just like, yeah, we can't put the, we can't put the pole over there. We gotta put it over here. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. And I just like started like feeling like this bit of dizziness around me. And I'm just at that breaking point. I've been holding myself together so well, managing all sorts of conflicts and all sorts of things. But then I'm like, okay, so everybody else is fine. And I'm like, but what if I fall? And then all these sort of things, stories come up into my head. And I just felt myself, <laughs> and I started to have a panic attack right there, right before stage, right before showtime. And of course, I'm first number up. So, you know, <laughs> and then thank God for Zoe. Zoe saw me immediately and she just grabbed me. She held on to me. She looked me dead in my eyes and she's like, you are keeping it together, girl. You got this? <laughs> no, she's like. You have been doing this for how long? You know exactly what's going on. You are divine. Everything of what you've done, everything of what you work for for the past 29 years is coming to this moment. You are keeping yourself together. Do you understand? And I was just like, okay. <laughs> okay. And I just, and she, she just rubbed my back. Boom. Showtime. I, that was honestly one of the most magical moments for me to be held like that because I was... 
gone in that moment. I was like, this is not, this is not it's happening. Interesting. Like this those, is not those happening. high pressure situations are pretty interesting. You really, yeah. you really start to, cause I, I get that way too. Like when I'm in a high pressure situation, and there's time and there's people just all over and mm-hmm. people are barking at you and you're just kind of mm-hmm. like one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. I got to deal with one mm-hmm. problem at a time. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. And then you mm-hmm. just start trying to like just tackle them one Trust at a time. Me. And they Trust usually me. come at you like <clears throat> tenfold. It was nice. Oh yeah. Cause all 22 performers are, are talking to us. Like it's her and I constantly, you know, and it's Zoe. and Zoe and Zoe. Absolutely. Thank goodness for Zoe. Yeah. She's been a definite pillar. Who's definitely stepped up for this, for this yeah, actual performance. She, well, and she's kind of really stepped into the position of position. leadership. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty is mm-hmm. the, the powerful women that we're surrounded by. Like everybody's yeah. a boss bitch. Everybody yeah. runs their own company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If not one or two or three, like, yeah, it's crazy. and uh, we all have each other's backs in these moments. Like, yeah. if I don't have her, Zoe's got her, and, or, you know, Tara's got her, mm-hmm. Nicole, or, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's just such a warrior goddess, like, person. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Love it. Yeah. yeah. You really kind of need those different heads, too, because, like, especially, like, if you can't have, like, too many performers, because if you have all those performer personalities... I'm like, you need an oracle in there to just organize everybody <laughs> that's more logical. Yeah. And then you need, like, your explorers who are, like, you know, can, oh, yeah. like, deal more with the emotional side of everything. You know, everybody of, plays their everyone role. Everyone has to play sure. their role. And then yeah. you got your soldiers at the bottom that just stand suit and just tell me what to do. Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. do that. And everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. the beauty is, yeah, how we kind of complement each other, work together really well. Because everybody brings their strengths and their problem-solving expertise and yeah. in a certain moment or a certain area. And it just works. Yeah. So what's the long-term vision? Do we have one or are you just kind of going step by step? Uh, world domination. <laughs> <laughs> world domination. That's what scary. are we doing like today, Pinky? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing we do every day. <laughs> yeah. right, take over the world. <laughs> that's a lot of responsibility. Uh, yeah. Well, when you're able to respond, then you can. Yeah, that's a lot of responsibility to have that many people under, under you. Yeah. Your uh, leadership. It is. So, what do you mean by world domination so, here? You know, it, right now we are a platform and a space for women to come and to express themselves, to shine, shine together, to amplify each other's light. Collaboration over competition. Together we rise. Like these are the slogans. These are our mottos. We say it all the time. And uh, so, in the city, yeah, we've been doing shows here and there. It's really kind of funneling towards more of a touring circuit. The show, uh, we've explored so many different themes, yeah. so many different vibes over the last couple of years. We did a lot more kind of, uh, we delved into the depths of like more feminine energy last year with mm-hmm. a lot more like folky kind of music, more poetry, medicine songs. Medicine songs. Mm-hmm. And then this year has been really heavily focused into the hip hop and, yeah. you know, some sexier, some sexier, more sassier stuff with attitude. Triggered a few people. Yeah, all <laughs> types triggered of a few people. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's get into that after. When but you get yeah. into the yeah, sex, we'll it's all other after. conversation. But <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we've been just organically following and exploring different avenues, and the show has changed. The show continues to change. It's a living thing. It's morphing. It's evolving as we are, and exploring as we are, and reflecting us. And so, you know, as we continue on this journey, you know, we're going to kind of put it all together, you know, continue to build our storyline. Absolutely. And take it on the road. You know, we already have offers in Jasper, Drayton Valley, in Alberta, Vancouver, um, other, you know, so we're just kind of starting small. But, I mean, 
organizing. Let's say we all have we have yeah. a message. Yeah. You know, it's like whether we're rapping or whether we're singing to the earth, like we have medicine in what we do, each and every one of us, and our intention is to better ourselves, better our sisters, and, you know, humanity as a whole, the planet. Um, we all have a lot to say, and, yeah. I would definitely... Big, big dreams. Yeah. And I would definitely say, like, part of the, that big dreams or that grandiose vision, um, aside from all the processes that will happen within it in and of itself, but it is to this idea of, I mean... We're here to change the world, but in, in a lot of ways, like we are, everybody has to play their part. Everybody has to do their thing. Like each one of us has a responsibility to, to delve into our talents and our gifts and not just necessarily like kind of be selfish with it, but to, to share it and to collaborate and to do all these sort of things. So essentially for me, in my vision, and one of my first intentions of, of coming together with Katya and, and into and creating Godessa and and all of what it is, is an entirely different way of being, an entirely different way of, of expression and to then question things that we believe about ourselves, uh, to bring that to the forefront, to, to question our beliefs even around the, you know, the concept of sexuality and sensuality and the woman's body, and to, to bring it to a platform that is visible by all. Mm -hmm. And so for me, what I love to see is the fact that I, to build a big ass platform for us to be seen, heard, valued, and to make a fucking difference. Because, you know, like, yeah, there's a music industry that, sure, if any, if any one of us wanted to go be part of the music industry, I have no doubt, no shred of doubt in my mind about our ability to succeed in that sort of industry. But it's a broken industry, system. Such a fucking broken system. It's a scary system. 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 There's and a lot, run, of, there's a lot of dark old shit white in men, there. And to be honest, <laughs> like, and, and it just is what it is, which is such yeah. an repetition of an old paradigm a repetition yeah. of so many old things and and things that are stifling things that are limiting very very consciously limiting very intentionally limiting and very much so not in the direction of our human evolution so like yeah more animal control this, exactly so our intention at least dream is to be an example of what is possible when you come together rooted in who you are and also don't have to be perfect because it's not like we show up perfect and, and expect perfection out of each other. Like the rooting into ourselves is the process and rooting, helping each other root into ourselves and root together is just the whole thing to not be shy away from the process, but to embrace it. So yeah, to be an example. So when, you, when you're building the platform, um, is your main thing, you want it to be a, a touring show with this positive message to it? Do you want to like, have your stuff on, um, like syndicated on maybe like a TV show or like on audio or something like that. Is that would that be something you'd look into for? Absolutely, love. We've already said everywhere, everything. Our reality TV show is coming. It's Definitely. overdue. Um, overdue. Like I have a background <laughs> slightly in documentary filmmaking and like a few connections, and we're just like we got to get this going because honestly, the stuff mm -hmm. that goes on. Between the shows, leading up to the shows, it's just yeah, it's funny shit. It's it's funny and it's it's profound. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. So every all the things we definitely the, we're want. open to it all. We're open to one hundred percent. We do want, and this is the thing: is as you're building a platform, that means you have to then be on platforms, right? So whether that be the social media platform, media, television, all those things, and and each and every single one of us have knack for any one of those. Yeah. So. You know, 
it's just all in its own process. I'm fine with not taking on a TV show and doing a show and touring and all those sort of things necessarily well, at I the same time. I, unless This is going to be your test because as the leaders and stuff, you're going to have to learn to let go. So it's, if you, the, if the more, there's the more, the more success you learning. want, the more, if you want to take over the world, you can't do it all yourself. Oh yeah. So you have to just, you have to build it yeah. and then hand it off, build mm -hmm. it, hand it off, build mm -hmm. it, hand it off. Mm -hmm. And then you have to put the right people on the bus because like, That's you don't it. want to hand it off to someone who's going to wreck well, of course, it. You want to put it to someone who's going to like take that and really Actually. turn it into something that that's theirs mm -hmm. right so if you want a tv show you put the tv show together you yeah. have the idea and then, and then you put a producer in there and you say okay right. i'm done i'm out you know right. like and then you just participate in it just like trump on all the towers <laughs> actually not his buildings but his name's on everything yeah, no, exactly he, that's how he makes the money like it's he doesn't true. he like doesn't yeah. he doesn't make money it's it's branding it's Absolutely. just marketing they're just like oh yeah. you want to yeah. You want to sell? You want to sell a bunch yeah. of units in this building? The yeah. best way to do it is to say, "I built it." Yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. just a million dollars a year, and it's yours. I'll give you my name. Exactly. Not you know? that our intention is to be superficial with that. Like we would definitely no. want to have the more of an impact than just the the branding. But yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think like the whole concept of Godessa in and of itself, or what it is that we do, is so much more than like we were saying than just the finished product. Like going through the processes is where I guess we get to see who it is that is meant to be Godessa, you know? Because right. then that's also the personal. Sorry, that's also the personal side of things. It's from the inside. It is from the inside. And both of us, like what we do for a living, like our day jobs, other than putting these shows on, is that personal work side mm -hmm. of things. It's a self development. Shara through yogi dance and her yoga classes and twerk mm -hmm. and her Essential. sacred body confidence program. It's all about mindful eating yeah. and you know rewiring. Rebattening brain, understanding how to essentially shifting your relationship with food and shifting your relationship with your body. Which it's all about, it's all about control. Uh, it's about what you can control, right? So, like the only the main temptations are what are the main temptations? Sex, uh -huh. sex, uh -huh. food, uh -huh. alcohol, drugs, uh -huh. right? If you can control, control, if you can control these in terms of like. Does it control you or do you control it? Absolutely. Or shifting out of the mindset of having to necessarily control. But are these like are these like uh, like Ayurvedic practices? Yes and no. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to claim it to be Ayurvedic. This is all based on my journey, what I've encountered. I did a, a fitness competition a few years back, and the reason why I did that fitness competition was because of the fact that I had a seriously bad breakup, and was like, okay, you were. I was at a cross. I, well, I was like, I was like at a crossroads. Revenge buddy. Yeah. buddy, like, oh, you <laughs> want <laughs> Fuck you. Look how hot I get here. <laughs> but I was truly at a crossroads in which I asked myself, I'm like, okay, my body knows the state of depression well. It's done it before. I'm like, or there's something else. I don't know that road over here. I know this road because I've taken this like road Like your before. physical body? Yeah. You'll like, be like, I know well, I'm getting depressed when this looks like this. Depression, all, all the things that you do is, is a phys physically represented in the body. If I'm depressed, body language says everything. Oh, for sure. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. and then your body is a reflection of your subconscious brain. So, anything that's actually going on is going to somehow translate into your body. Yeah. So, like I said, my body knew the state of depression very well. It's done it before. And so, I recognize, though, it doesn't quite know that way. And I don't know where that way leads to. I don't even know what necessarily that way is. But this is just like a conversation I was having with myself. I'm like, okay, so what do I want? I'm like, well, I know where that door leads to. So, let's try this door. I didn't even know necessarily what I was going to do, but it was just so happened that I saw like, oh, there's like bikini competition happening three months later. Okay, well, 
I want to learn about my body. I've been training and doing things since I was like 12 years old because I've been so different traumatic situations, but you know, like so into it. And I'm like, I'm going to be my own trainer. I'm going to be my own coach. I'm going to do all these sort of things because I'm going to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And and then I did. Not like I I won, I didn't win. I mean, I looked great. And then I was noticing all of the psychological patterns that happened behind it. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And then I started noticing like other bikini competitors. How is it that they can even win the fucking competition? And within six months to a year down the line, they are double the weight that they were before. Uh, a, lot well, t- a lot of times they t- they take uh, they take uh, clambuterol, which so really fucks things. Yeah, there's, there's so many things. And then the depression kicks in heavy Absolutely. because they because they they fucked up the the system completely. Your metabolism well, yeah. gets screwed up. That happened to there's a friend abs- of mine. There's so many things. Yeah, and she that can't happen. come down. She gained like forty pounds and there's stuck there. There's so many things that happen in that process. But I refuse to be have a trainer. So that was part of the journey of that's me learning tra- that. That's, sometimes it's a bad trainer who cheating it's a cheating oh, yeah. he's just like oh yeah you want to be ready for the show yeah. eat Take no carbs pump. eat no fat and here's some like, computer all like i'm just like yeah here's some fucking mean? computer all too take this drug and this yeah. and that and you'll be ripped and then yeah. I'm like, and you look ripped and you're like absolutely. oh my trainer's fucking awesome absolutely so but then, then he our, just totally fucks and up then our brain has an attachment to our sense of value because we look a particular way yeah so those are the constructs that i started to break down within my own self and then seeing how that repeats in other people's and then just looking at, you know, different like belief repatterning by Suze Casey, you know, that certainly had an impact and that is also reflected into my work and the way in which I carry out the psychological things behind my clients. Uh, but yeah, that's how my sacred body confidence uh, intuitive eating program came to be. And that that's the personal work because it's so much more than just controlling portion control. Yeah, well, no, sure. like I, I'm going to say like, yeah, I know I've I don't know about him, but even for myself, like, yeah. I've went on a, I went on like long fast to see, okay, you yeah. know what? You want to eat? Yeah. Fuck you. You can't eat. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I didn't eat for 10 days. Yeah. You know, you go 10 days, you don't eat anything. And you just like, and you go through some crazy psychological stuff. I know. You're like, Yo, I've done my that. body, I'm like, I haven't eaten for right? like, you did five days. You did five days. I did. Yeah. After he did his five, I'm like, I could do five, five more. Days. I know. Once you get, <laughs> once you get like, past the three, four days. It's the first day was the hardest. The, of course. So day one, getting all the sugar out of your system. Yeah. All my brain, it's it's a mental block mm-hmm. because the brain goes, hey, are we going to go eat? Are we mm-hmm. going to eat? We should go mm-hmm. eat something. We're eating. No, we're not hungry. Why are we not eating? What's oh, going yeah. on? And you're like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, your brain keeps. And then once you get past that and you're yeah. like, okay, I'm like, all right, we're not going to eat anything. Once you start to be the master. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, all right, I guess we're not going to eat. And then you're yeah. just like, whoa, I don't actually feel hungry. I'm actually pretty process. good and then yeah, but and then I started to notice like my senses were starting to increase because I was like it's like when you're, you're, yeah, your body you're thinks more, it's starving it's just like it's got to be ready mode. yeah, yeah. but then I said to stop because I was starting to lose circulation and I was like oh that means all of my everything's going to keep my organs alive <laughs> exactly. but my legs and my, my legs and my hands are starting to go now I'm just like this can't be good I'm like exactly. I'm gonna probably have a meal right now <laughs> I'm like, probably eat. I'm like, I might, yeah. lo- I might lose this battle yeah, yeah, in the yeah, long yeah, term. Yeah, right. Fuck you, buddy. Buddy's like, but I'm trying to be here with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's yeah, work yeah. together. Come on. You know exactly. Yeah, so you're yeah. trying to get the work together thing. Yeah, but it's so. like you know, it's an example of the type of personal work mm-hmm. that all of the women do. Some are massage therapists. Yeah. Some are Reiki practi- practitioners. Some are nutritionists. You know, you name it. Like aromatherapy coaches. Absolutely. And psychologists and interior decorators and, you know, all, all of, anyways, like a ton of different ways in, in which to better the self and better one another. I teach voice. I do vocal empowerment. And, you know, I work with people on many levels, much like Shar does in her dance. Like she always says, expression over perfection. I think it's a perfect motto that 
absolutely applies to what I do too because it's you know I grew up taking Royal Conservatory piano violin up to grade 10 and mm -hmm. you know was in children's choirs and like all the very technical regimented music kind of stuff and um, it really like wipes out your creative brain you know like it's so of course there's there's merit to all of that, of um, like and the, the, technical te the technical yeah. aspects, technical aspects, aspects sure. of it, yeah. But also, it's very like you're playing a piano, like <laughs> there's well, no motion to it, you know. You're I think you kind of really know, but you, but then in a sense, so too, the creativity would then be to change the rules, right? And like, be able to bring Royal Conservatory, you can. Yeah. What? Royal Conservatory? No, Royal. It's like very regimented music lessons or it's like no no like the, but once you learn it's like once you learn the basic settings now you can break the rules but you can't break the rules until you know what the rules are exactly uh, so yeah you know kind of like saying? learning a sport you know you say in basketball like you got to just like play like fundamental but you can't like be creative if you at least don't know how to dribble a ball fundamentally yeah or you can't be taking three yeah. steps unless you know that you know it's that's called traveling but once you like learn how to get away with it yeah you can you, get to the nba you, know. you can kind of sneak it out <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> you can bounce it i mean yeah it serves its purpose but it becomes so deeply entrenched in so many people that it becomes about you know the audience way more and, and being perfect that striving per, for perfection, for perfection. Yeah. then how does this feel inside my body like is this fulfilling to me like what what does it even feel like for me you know, most people can't even tune into that because they're so checked out of their bodies. They're mm -hmm. doing it for the wrong reason. That approval yeah. or that, mm -hmm. you know, what are people thinking? And, you know, especially when it comes to the voice, the voice is a very right. vulnerable aspect of self-expression. You know, it's literally like your entire insides coming out. A lot of people have traumatic experiences Singing. That, where mm -hmm. they've sung when they're young and they've been told, you the know, shut up or it doesn't sound good or, you know, this or that. And Even people internalize that. Itself, yeah. And it's, you know, we are, we are human instruments. We're born to sing. We're born to dance. It's our birthright. This is something that Shara yeah. and I both subscribe to, something that we've connected on that's really you know, a, a core tenet of what we both do. And, and, and you know, my, part of my life's mission is to give that back to people, to allow people mm -hmm. to break down those barriers that they've built up within themselves to access what we're here to do, which is express ourselves, whether that's through singing, whether that's through dancing, whether that's through making music. It's such a healing and, uh, you know... Is that the soul's, part, so the, really the soul's ex uh, way of expressing itself? Mm -hmm. Is really just allowing it to just, like, take over? And just yeah. saying, here, you can run the show for a little bit and just give it up to your soul. I think yeah. deep singers are like that. Like, like people, you know, when people like tune into singing, you know when you Honestly, watch like... Honestly, yeah. there's... Yeah, well, that's exactly well, it. Those people are tuned in and you're just like... Yo, totally tuned that's in. That's not the person singing. There's totally an energy tuned in. Well, you see, you see They're like that an too. instrument themselves. I've seen, I've seen I guys who have like uh, that autism and then yeah. all of a sudden they just sing and you're like, what? Yeah. The guy yeah. can't talk, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden just the soul takes over. I think that one of the things that Katya really helped for me to, to step into and to realize even for myself, even as like how I approach dance, because I wasn't allowed to take dance classes for a long time because of religious things and da da. So I actually had to go through this like, okay, freestyle movement and then like pick up on, okay, what are the technicalities? Like, how do they actually do that turn and stay focused? How do they actually do this and stay focused? So I kind of like went from with my dancing, my body is like here, 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 here. So like, okay, somehow able to channel it, find some sort of structure. And then now all of this gets to flow in a directional way, just like I was talking about earlier. And Katya really had brought it up to me in one of one of our vocal sessions that she was guiding me through. Um, 
you know, because then I, I was going too much in the wanting to be technical and wanting to be exact and wanting to hit a note and da 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 da. So then you almost like start singing the song mechanically. And it, it's just, it feels weird too. You know, you know, it doesn't feel that good. We're like, but uh, is this supposed to be it? You know, and then she's just like, had to stop me. She's like, just like, do me a favor and stop trying to sing right now. Like, just sing, like, just sing. Don't don't even care. And I love the fact that she's such a positive reinforcement because I'm like, something I'm like, I don't know if that shit sounded good. But she's like, wow, that was so good. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, isn't, there, isn't there something to be said about like, there is a phonetic thing when sounds good oh, and what is. doesn't sound good. Oh, there most certainly so is. But like, I have not, honestly, like, this is why people are like, oh, I love to sing in the shower, but I don't sing elsewhere. Like, I have not been able to, there was only, I don't only have glimpses of my voice in times when I was like, you know, just so comfortable around some set of people. And then it all of a sudden came out. And then I would try to emulate that again in a structured way, like trying to get that again. And it wouldn't you come out. You can't, I wouldn't, you can't consciously. You because have to, I didn't you're in let the way. You're getting, my soul just take you're over. You're in the way. you exactly. got to get out of the way. You exactly. have to get out of the way and just exactly. let it do its thing. About learning how to get exactly. out of our own way. Get out, get out, out of your way. own way and just what let it do its thing. Exactly it. That's what a so, lot of us do in different mm-hmm. ways and different approaches. Yeah. So she really showed me, like, again, I came, came from the same way of, like, okay, letting my voice be free again. And then as I'm feeling the freedom, feeling the confidence of, like, where the breath actually is. And then she's giving me the tools to just, okay, now as that's happening... All right, this is okay. Yeah, yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that. I cannot just hear it. Now I can feel, feel that. that. And it may, has made all the difference, honestly. Like, yeah, it's one of the things I absolutely love about this whole process. You know, it's just like, okay, as some not, of not necessarily control, but like giving appropriate space or giving a structure for my soul to flow through. Yeah. You know, and then just letting her go. Like, and then learning just letting it. her flow just letting her go nice. and then she does and it's like boom you reclaiming know? it mm-hmm. yeah it is that process of reclaiming because it. it feels safe when you have something like kind of there you, know, you feel safe like okay well, you don't, yeah but you I don't let go now safe. yeah when you're well, scared of being judged <laughs> yeah you're scared of what you know mm-hmm. am i hitting this note is it perfect like yeah. you're yeah. never gonna be able to relax enough to yeah. get there yeah, yeah. And then, yeah uh, it's scary when you go like that old oh, piano yeah. teacher, old like whatever teacher behind. Cause I took guitar lessons for yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. years as well. Nice. But there was uh, one of my first guitar teacher's name was Reg. I think he was probably like a Hell's Angel or something like that. Like, <laughs> he was just like Reg, one of those yeah. dudes. I don't know, but Reg. But I didn't feel scared. He was only teaching him. the class yeah. to, get, to yeah. fix his books. <laughs> But you what? felt comfortable. He was teaching in one class a week to fix his books. I have no idea. Oh, for his business, yeah, or something, yeah. I have no idea. But he was like, I was very, like, comfortable around him, and it was just kind of like whatever yeah. when he was first teaching me. But right? then I went in traditional guitar lessons, and it was like, Such a different you had to thing. hold the guitar here. Yep. I'm like, I can't even hold it here. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm used to this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You feel judged. You feel all those sort of things, yeah. Yeah, and then I was yeah. like, your fingers aren't on the thing right. I'm like, that's how I do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. see, he created a container, just a feeling for you to be able to just feel into yourself. Yeah. And that makes all the difference. Like, these structures, these systems that are in place are very masculine in, in its creation, which is very, ha, huh, must be like this, A or B. It's either good or it's not good. But then the question of art is just like, you know, goes back into the beauties and the eye of the beholder sort of concept. So it's just like... And totally different. You know, those things have their place. Those techniques, those mm-hmm. practices mm-hmm. can be your allies if you don't For let sure. them take over. Yeah, so that's why yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's important to both. have both. But I think, I think specifically with voice, I think there's like, 
a science is what sounds good and what doesn't sound good. Is there like with what vibration like doesn't yeah. resonate with us? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. And seeing if it resonates with you, period. I think that everybody has, we know everybody has a voice. Everybody has some sort of body flow and movements. You know, we all have something that is our own. And once it resonates with us, then it will resonate with others. And same with dancing. Same, exactly. No That's, matter what it be. With me, too, it's been so healing working with Char um, for my dancing because, yeah, I was just free flow dancing all the time. But I began, began to get very insecure in my late 20s for a variety of reasons and just restricted myself so much. And um, something that she said in one of her classes was, if it feels good in your body and you're enjoying what you're doing genuinely, other people are going to enjoy it as well. And like that, you know, along with many other of her <laughs> principles that she she teaches, uh, yeah, it really shifted something for me. Yeah, it's yeah, true. There's, a, there's really an energy in that. Uh, you have to uh, love what you do. Yeah. And to, to feel it to and enjoy it, it yeah. within yourself. And you can work and you can fine-tune it mm-hmm. all you fucking want after that point but like if you don't if you're not feed enjoying yourself it. first as opposed to just yeah yeah and you won't burn out that way absolutely because then you're tapping into something else completely i can dance for forever hours. forever yeah, yeah yeah hours i don't know i can't exercise in anything else for hours but for dance i will be dancing for hours and hours and hours when i'm in my flow and i'm in my soul psh, Ain't nothing stopping me. Yeah, and you're not doing accounting for and, hours. And not at all. No. <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, when it comes some to tax guy season. out there, right? Yeah, <laughs> doing accounting for eight hours a day. Come on. Yeah, but they don't love it. It's they're not like, true. Like, there's some people who genuinely <laughs> Dude, love that shit. Don't even get it twisted. You know, Everybody has their role here do. on planet look Earth. At, look at, uh, what's his name? Lit. What's that guy's lit from Suits? That guy loves his account. We ever seen Beautiful Mind, man? Just saying. Yeah, that's not accounting though. He was like solving no, the world's no, I'm, problems. I'm, just I'm, fucking, I'm fucking with you. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you no. were to be doing accounting for 14 hours a day, yeah. you'd be like, "Fuck this number and yeah. fuck this balance sheet." Yeah. But uh, down dancing is like it doesn't feel like it's work. Yeah, that's the only really time, cool. Only some people actually really enjoy watching a performance or a dance. And someone's actually there. Is like, well, yeah. In it. When someone's actually in it, exactly. And when almost the dancer forgets that you're even watching. And it's even a show. They're yeah. doing it. They're just yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that's I crazy to get lost I just in almost that. forget. Not even that I'm dancing, but just like I like I'll still connect with the audience, but in this like way of just like I'm inviting you in my story. And yeah, that's like when you're just more attached. It. Like the whole mm-hmm. thing about being a performer is like you're more attached with the physical, mm-hmm. and so like you can you're just much more attached with the physical environment. You're more in tune with yeah. your body. You understand more things yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Right, as opposed to someone who's more of like emotionally, they're more in tune with the emotional side of everything, but their physical is not a hundred percent. Yeah, it's a there. bit of both, yeah. right? Yeah. So they gotta really pay attention and figure that shit out. But people who are physical or like they get lost in it, and they just, they just like butterflies just flow. You know. You know, so it's cool to also watch. Tuning into that energy behind the physical. Yeah. And the health benefits of singing and dancing are like yeah. the list is massive it's a release on every level it's so good for us that's like why would we deny ourselves that whether we're whether we consider ourselves a good singer or a good dancer or not why would we deny ourselves that degree of well-being what are the wholeness as a human being what are the health benefits of singing and dance lower blood pressure like you're using your breath right Mm -hmm. you're you're, actually breathing you're breathing you're slowing your heart rate your cardiovascular system because the fact that people are not breathing I've taught, I've taught workshops. Most of the things that I teach is literally, and even with Katya, how to breathe. 
Yeah, and we one have of the shallow things breathing. She, she tells me every time, and it has made a difference in my performance every time. And actually, when the works gala, when I finally actually did a full set of singing and vocals, this is what I. She's like, feel into your feet, feel as though you're breathing from your feet. And I'm like, right, because when we get scared, what are the telltale signs of our nervous system kicking out into survival mode? <laughs> Breathing in the chest. Trying and to so, increase your heart rate. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We actually have three diaphragms in our body. We have a diaphragm in our pelvic bowl all the way down there. That's actually a diaphragm, our thoracic diaphragm. And one up here, this is your emergency. Sorry. <laughs> this is your emergency diaphragm, and most of us are breathing up here. Nadia, uh, have you? Uh, you probably don't know who Yo Elliot is, do you? No. He's a YouTube guy, but he's like he's like on the opposite. He's like all uh, masculine st type stuff, like how he like. Yo Elliot. Yo Elliot. He's like Yo Elliot. Anyways, that's his YouTube thing. Anyways. Is he like a big guy? He's a big yeah. He's like a big yeah. Curly. Kinda, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. I know who he is. Yeah, never yeah I anyways, <laughs> he's like a powerlift, holistic type yes, guy. Yes, I know exactly. He, I just he, haven't seen him in a yeah. while. Yeah, he. I, yeah, I don't know if he makes much content anymore. But anyways, for guys, mm -hmm. he's like. Breathing from your balls. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. That's what he calls it, yeah. <laughs> that, and that just took a deep turn. Where the I fuck did that, that come from? I'm like, you thought you were going to talk about <laughs> deep breathing from your feet. And then breathe from your balls. Well, I tell him it's a breathe from the room space, so I guess it's the same. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he says, he's like, he's like, he says all of us like shallow breathe. And he's like, yeah, yeah you got to be breathing true. from your balls, boys. Like, yeah. That yeah. would help to eliminate most of the disease in this world anyway. Well, I think so, actually, yeah. Do you know Wim Hof? Chris, I yeah, so yeah, I don't even I don't even need to explain. <laughs> I trained with the Wim Hof in Vancouver for a day. It was great. Oh, you did? Hey, me. dope. Yeah, so you yeah, I don't I even need to explain work. it. Yeah, yeah. Wim Hof. Uh, what was that? I don't know the healthy. It was wild. Okay, yeah, I could tell. A, I don't know. I let. Okay, me and Russ went on a yoga retreat mm -hmm. in like December. Was that? Yeah, in, nice. de in December, and it was like three or four day retreat in the mm -hmm. in, hell, in the hot springs and like the Ooh. mountains in BC. Ooh. It was really good. It was Cole Williston, Yoga by Cole. For those of you that are watching, uh, yeah. check him out. Google him. Yeah, Yoga by Cole. Anyways, Cole mm -hmm. Williston, he's a dope dude, good friend of mine, real chill. He reminds me of uh, Mike Posner. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. walking across the U.S. right now and yeah. I'm like completely hippie on it. Yeah. But anyways, he's dope. <laughs> anyways. Uh, there's, we're at this yoga retreat, we're chilling, and for some odd reason, I meet this other guy named Adam. Shout out to Adam. Mm -hmm. uh, we connected about the Wim Hof stuff, and he's like, you know what? Fuck it, Cam. You want to just Wim Hof tonight and go into the lake? Right. And the lake was frozen. It was like frozen water. It was like, it was like ice water. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? And it, we, we got on the subject of cold showers, and I've been taking cold showers for like two years. I went a year without taking a hot shower. It was insane. Every it was just cold shower, cold shower, and I started to like them. Wow! And I yeah, I did Wim Hof, and I could like Wim Hof and do yes. like twenty push ups with no breath. It was, amazing. It was wild. But anyway, good for you. Uh, that is. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Adam's like, "Yo, you want to do the Wim Hof?" And then he, we both got kind of nervous, and we're like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, fuck it, let's do it." And then another random guy shows up. Uh, another guy, Adam. He comes, and then there's the three of us. But I led the whole Wim Hof thing. Mm -hmm. And I let it for everybody, so we did 20 minutes of it. But then when we went into the water, it was the crazy experience for me, because um, it was a deep whim off. Like it was like yeah. it was pretty powerful. My whole body was like yeah, vibrating. vibrating. Like mm. before you got in. Before mm. I got in, yeah, mm. it was nuts. And then uh, I get into the water and I sink my head down, and I just go into like complete like pitch black darkness. And it was like the scariest feeling of my life. And I was like just there holding my breath, and it was like I couldn't see anything. It felt like a and for the longest time, I've had this dream where I've been floating mm -hmm. in space, and I'm just floating there. And there's a shark, and there's just this shark, and we're just both floating. 
Shut up. Yeah, and anyways, I was in this water and it felt just like that. And I like I, I opened my eyes, it was pitch black and it was just like me floating. And it was pretty wild. But then I um I uh, I get out of the water and I I just started crying and then it was like the weirdest really? experience after. Such a release. Yeah, it was weird. Wow. Yeah, it was a while. Anyways, he filmed. That's incredible. That is so incredible. Yeah, he filmed the whole thing. Oh, did wow. you? Yeah, it was like a weird, like That's life-changing cool. experience. And then of I course. Just, like, it was like death and rebirth for him. Wow. Yeah, totally. I felt like I had for died, sure. and then I got born again. It was like <gasps> the weirdest situation. That's powerful. That is powerful. Oh my god. Yeah, those breath classes are a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of wild for me. No, I've experienced though. them too. Have I'm just you? like, yeah, and it's like I, I remember when I came out of mine, I was like, what the fuck was that? And like you're right, you just break down, you're crying. You're like, what the of fuck course. was that? I'm just like, that you're was the weirdest. You're releasing so much. Oh yeah, I, it was a heart release for me. Yeah. What I felt was a heart release. So like, I get, I guess I had a blockage in my heart, and mm-hmm. uh, and then after I came out of that, it was like this pain. It was like all this pain that came right into your chest, and then it just like mm-hmm. release it, and it's just like, Phew! and then you're like, <gasps> and it was like, yeah, it was oh. it was wild. It was just like that Isn't was that heavy. Beautiful though. Yeah, somewhat. Wait, but yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> all that means work, is like, yeah, yeah that what you, whatever you get to release, that that means that shit was in your body the whole time. That was just living inside you. Oh yeah, yeah, those things. Like, yeah, something got released. In, yeah, when I something, that. something of was in, something was inside me that was shouldn't have been there, and I had to get it out. Like scientifically, there's a difference between tears you cry from cutting an onion and tears you cry from emotions. There, you are actually, yeah, there's an actual difference between the two. Wild, like, and you're actually crying out emotions. So when you sometimes this is why, like, if you need to the feel the need to cry, if there's something that, <laughs> and you need to let it out, let it the fuck out, because that's something trauma. You know, yoga classes. You know, issues are in your tissues. It's for real stuff. Like your body is a map of all of your experiences of everything of what you've lived because that is what's all inside your subconscious brain so you're just reliving it through your body and it'll hold on to things because it's just like okay just like your body's so so amazing it's so fantastic it's just like hey you have all these toxins in your body floating around guess what to make sure that your organs don't get too much of an impact we're gonna put it somewhere safe gonna go into your joints gonna go into your muscles so people got tight asses literally you know tight hips because there's an accumulation of all these toxins of all these negative belief patterns of all these traumas that are attached to these sort of toxins these thought patterns and blah 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 that are just locked into certain places and then we call it oh my god my hips bust you know like oh, i got i got a bust hip it's just been getting it's just been getting worse as i got older yeah because you haven't released that shit this shit's still sitting in there and it continues you, to sit in there. Do you think that, uh, do you think males and females hold that in different places? Do women hold it in their hips and men hold it somewhere else? Uh, I don't want to ever say men and women per Why se not? because it's such a, well, because it's such a generalization though. It is such, that is such a generalization. Like the way in which, you know, I grew up around brothers. So a lot of the things that I have, you know, I can be very masculine at times in certain ways and things that I do. There's certain just environments. Because in like, certain environments. Like physi- physiology, we're completely different. Uh-huh. Right? Like, where does the pain, like, does it, is that a, okay, more typically a female thing to hold pain in hips? Because I've known a few women yes. who've had so. the hip pain yes, it is. for no reason. Like, I haven't Absolutely. hurt my hip or anything, right? Absolutely. You know, like, in a, in a blanket statement. Men tend to be a lot more shoulders. It, it's tight in the shoulders. They're all yeah. like this, right? Yeah, men are yeah. shoulders. Women that's, are more hips. It's that's true. That's crazy. It's true. And again, but it's just, it is, it is funny. But, but, but I, for me, it's just like, well, why men tend to have this 
responsibility or this this belief and that has been put upon them because just as much as women have been told what to do men have also been told what to do um you know to to carry the weight of the family so you hold the entire weight of the world on your shoulders and that's why they have tight shoulders most of the times what the fuck happens honestly that's what it is yeah they're stressed out literally yeah you do this your body's constantly and you're always cunning you're always yeah because you do this i don't know i don't know what do you want to do i don't know i wonder why my shoulders are fucking sore all the time i don't know <laughs> you, guys, you guys want to hear something really crazy? I've been reading a lot of book, and, and this is interesting, and it's kind of one of those messed up things that mm-hmm. um, uh, that nature kind of fucks us over with, right? So, whenever like the way men and, and females deal with stress is completely different, right? Mm-hmm. So, when uh, when females experience stress, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is your cortisone levels kick in. Yeah, yeah. and when the cortisone totally. levels kick in. The oxytocin levels get blocked, mm-hmm. and so naturally, what ends up happening is you go fuck off, fuck off, yeah. leave me alone, don't touch me, stay away from me. But they're totally. like you're just like rejecting everyone. Don't totally. talk to me, just stay away from me, just let me figure this shit out, and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. When men get stressed out, when they get overstressed, they need a release, and so all they want to do is have sex. So I'm fucking stressed. I'm like, just give me some, you know. So they want to release. So, so there's this interesting, yeah. there's this I, interesting I dynamic. Or they want a companion. They want love. They need, they need huh. someone. They need some reassurance, right? So like, even a hug, so a hug. it's so interesting. So that's like, what so ends true. up happening is, is like, that's why Both couples get so. Out, yeah. When two people are stressed out, one Don't just wants to have sex. Like, he's like, stay away from me. <laughs> oh, and be like, yeah. I just need a little sex. And we like, that makes perfect sense. Now you just solved my own relationship. Fuck! I didn't know this before. So I learned this stuff, and the way to fix it, the way to fix it, <laughs> just get him a doll. Just no, the way to fix it <laughs> is just like special. It's a, uh, it's just a long hug. Twenty second plus hug actually releases oxytocin into the body. So when you find someone, and you just hold them. Don't say anything. You just hold each other for, for like you say, hold space for for twenty seconds. Wow. Your body will then release the oxytocin and it'll kick in. Wow! And that's how you fight it off. Like, but like most that. people are just like, yeah, Fuck you. Don't, touch don't, don't touch me. I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't, and, then, and I think it's, I, I think it's most scary because you, you almost feel like you don't want to cry. You know, when you get really stressed out, you're on the vulnerable. brink of crying and you're feeling yeah. vulnerable. You're just like, leave yeah. me alone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be around anyone. I don't want to be don't, seen as not strong. I don't want to be weak, right? Yeah. I don't want to feel weak. Maybe they won't love me. Yeah, but then that's like, uh, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's so weird how like, the, like we're so, so opposite that we like that. I'm just like, that's, that's interesting. Like I was reading a psychology book about this and it was, um, it was written by a woman and she was explaining all of this shit. And I was like, oh, this wow. makes so much more sense. This is so interesting. Exactly. Yes. Whether it even be a physical process or an internal process, like, or both simultaneously happening, there always has to be some sort of process that helps to reaffirm not only your appreciation of it, but your sense of worthiness of it. And that's big because that's what we're always searching for is a sense of worthiness, feeling enough. Like, am I worthy enough to have this? On some level, we all know that we can have almost anything that we want. We can. You're talking about belief. A lot of people don't have belief in themselves. Absolutely. On some level, all of us know this. But there's the level of, but am I worthy of that? Why should I have that? You know, and am I willing to go through the process to get it? That's 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 the thing too. I have that too. Like I used, I have, um, I have the the ability. I've had the ability to to have foresight, and Mm -hmm. a lot of times I would go right to the end on how to do something and I would think about everything that needs to be done from here to there to get it done and then I go yeah no. I don't really want it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, go, I go I don't really mm-hmm. want it I don't really mm-hmm. want to go through all that I'm just mm-hmm. to get there at the end is it really worth that absolutely am I going to enjoy that process uh, yeah. no let's not go down that road yeah, yeah. you know and that's so. what actually stops a lot of people from achieving their dreams yeah 
and the fact that they don't know things. how to program either. That's yeah. exactly why. Yeah. You're totally Absolutely. right. Which? Oh, it stops people every day. Yeah. Every they don't want to go day. through the process or do the work. No. They just and want the end result. Exactly. That, they forget that, about the joy that can be created in the process. In the process. That and the choice of making the decision. Yeah. Like I remember this is and this is just something that I dealt with when I was younger is that we spend so much time trying to decide what to do <laughs> that we end up doing nothing. nothing. And I'm just like just do Paralyzed. something and then yeah. like you know, Power of just I'm just like a choice. You don't want to make a commitment. Yeah. choices. You don't want to make a commitment no. to something cuz you're like oh I don't want to commit. I'm just like you're not bound yeah. to anything. Like yeah. you can choose, you can change your path at any time. Absolutely. So like you know, like, if this draws you, go do that. If this draws you, go do this. You know, uh, one of the biggest things that I've learned in my life is that, like, we only, we only have control over the choice that we make at Absolutely. the time that it's presented to us. It's mm-hmm. the only thing we mm-hmm. have. At the time, at the that, time it's that it's presented to us. And it usually comes with a temptation. Yeah. Always comes with temptation. So your choice, your choice pops up, and then something else comes in right next to it and going, but what about this? And you're like, fuck. You yeah. know? And, yeah. and most people go for the low-bearing fruit because it's easier. They don't want to go the long distance. They it's don't true. want to do the long-distance run. That's true. So, yeah. So I don't, give a, I don't like to give myself too many options. Too many options? <laughs> when it comes to my life, I'm just like, you know, too many times I hear like, oh, you know, well, prepare for plan B, you know, make plan B. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to step on anybody's choice of, of creating plan B for themselves, first and foremost. But I started on that route, and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you mean plan B? Like, when do I have time for plan A then if I'm so busy making plan, plan B? B? And then, all of a sudden you end and up then you get wrapped up in this and, you, you know, you're constantly making a choice between the two. And I'm like, wait a minute, who am I actually choosing in these, in these moments? I'm actually choosing the me that I desire to become, the me that I actually see myself in all these visions, or am I choosing some sort of safety net? And I, I truly, I believe in the power of, making a choice once you've decided like this is what it's gonna be like this is what's happening um i don't necessarily know the how i don't have to know the how because i'm not the sole creator of my life i'm the co-creator of my life i firmly believe in the magical workings of the universe bringing us together so many things will happen all in perfect timing and all in perfect alignment but i have to be consciously in my decision standing firmly if i stand for nothing i'll fall for anything like hello stand for something and then when you know better, you'll do better. I'll make a better choice. But there's no way that I cannot make a decision in my path because everything is always a process of clarity. If I was going in one direction thinking that's what I wanted, like in one relationship, you think it's all the end all be all, but then it actually helps to refine you. It helps to show you things you want and what you don't want. And then the relationship ends and you think like, fuck, I shouldn't have gone through that relationship. Sure as fuck you, you should have. You had to, yeah. Sure as fuck you should have because when the perfect person shows up, You'll when the person them. that you need, you need to know yourself enough to be able to appreciate that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have appreciated it if it showed up first thing on your door. You probably wouldn't even have recognized it. Yeah. So, Lessons. yeah. That's why they always. That's why they always say it's never Wild. the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. It's, it's the light at your feet. Trust me. It's always the light at your feet, not at the light at the end Trust of the tunnel. Me. That right. tunnel's always going to be a long way. Well, it's way. so far away, but you might not know where the end of the tunnel exactly. is, but you, you can you can see mm-hmm. your next step, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, well, there's my next step. Yeah. Okay, let me take the next one. Where okay, let me intending? take the next one. Where am I intending? Yeah. Where am I intending? And even then, you don't know because you're just, look, you, you're, just look, you're just looking around and go, oh, you know what I mean? I'm if I tell you to go from this corner to that corner in a straight line, but make sure you get to that corner, and shit goes in front of you. You're going to go around it. You're going to figure your way around it so you get to that corner. If you just say, walk in a straight line from this corner, boom. Okay, something in front of you, boom. 
This is the problem with so many of us. No fucking direction. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Next thing you know, I ended up at that corner. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Intention. Intention. Make That's a decision. Where yeah. are you going? Yeah. Cool. You don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of what is there, but I know that's where I'm going. That's very powerful. There's a lot of people that don't do that. I'd say the majority of people don't do that. No clue exactly where they want to go. And when it's not going their way or how they perceive themselves to get there, they, they explode and, and totally cave in on themselves. Yeah. If you know where you're going, the how doesn't matter. It's just kind of, you could end yes. up in something totally, you could like, want to be a professional uh, basketball player, a professional mm -hmm. athlete, mm -hmm. and then you end up being like the world's best like fighter pilot. Right? It's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you right? still have, a, it's not like the job you wanted, it was the feeling of the, the job you had. That feeling. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's all we feeling. want. Yeah, that's so professional, want. want. he wanted, you, you're a star athlete, what do you get? Notoriety, people like you, da 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 da. You're a professional like fighter, fighter jet pilot, pilot yeah, and you like thing. saved a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. You get notoriety, people respect you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the you feeling. Want the feeling. Yeah, not exactly the you thing. Want the feeling. That's, that's a Tony. That's a that's an Anthony Robbins thing too. Like he's just like people don't want money. They want what the money. Healing. The money. What money? That's can not bring an Anthony in. Robbins thing. That goes way that's back. Everything. Oh, that's yeah. a. That's an that's everything. An everything. Yeah. The second money was invented. That's where it came from. That's yeah, it's the feeling. Hey, did you hear this thing about like? I think uh, Joe Rogan was talking about this, where they yeah. introduced money to the to the, uh, a bunch of uh, chimps, and they started like realizing that they could get things for it, and so they started giving it to the girls t to be with them. Did you ever, I'm serious that the monkeys Shut figured up. it out. Human girls? Yeah. No, up. like no, the, the, the monkeys. Female monkeys. The They're like, monkeys. Hey, baby, have this. Yeah, Thank they, you. They started, Thank they you. Gave, exactly they what gave, to do. They gave them stones and they taught them <laughs> oh, that yeah. they could trade the oh, stones yeah. for <laughs> money. And then they started giving it to the girls I for sex. That. I love that. I love that. I love that. I was just like, what? Like, I heard that on Rogan, and I was so just funny. like... Monkeys are smart. They are. Leah showed me a video of a monkey that had learned sign language. And this this gorilla, Coco, was Coco, about to yeah. die. And it's, like, talking about humanity and how sad for humanity. Oh, it was so sad. I remember that. And it's, like, so wise, <laughs> and it's so deep, and it's, you know, how humans are hurting the earth. And, like, I oh cried, like, these monkeys are so smart yeah. that's, that's kind crazy of deep yeah. they do some have you ever, they also done those other experiences on the monkey where they basically give the monkeys has to put this rock into the thing and then it gets mm -hmm. food and it gives it food and then he got he got like a, a like whatever he got like a normal mm -hmm. piece of nuts or whatever and he ate that and then the other monkey did it and he gave him a, gave him a fruit and the guy's like, oh, shit. And so he put the thing on there. And then he gave him the, the, the stone again. I think he gave him a stone and said food. And he goes, and the other guy did it. And he got a fruit. And so the guy took it. And he started throwing it. And he had a... He had a but at, per, at, perfectly, at, at the beginning, he was perfectly fine accepting the, what he got for the, for the amount of payment so that he did. Until he saw that someone else was getting more for the same amount of work. Mm. And he's like, wait a minute. I want the fruit. And he lost his shit. That's so funny. <laughs> But yeah, he was like, yeah, it's it's one of those crazy little experiences. And it's funny to watch because he fucking shakes the cage. They're so smart. I know. Well, he just like saw it. He goes, wait a minute. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. Yeah, they can crazy. see what we're doing to the earth. Yeah. But, you know. We have, humanity has to make some shifts. Yeah. Some big it's ways. happening, though. It is. Yeah. I think a lot of people are starting to wake up. There's a mm -hmm. lot of uh, weird stuff happening in the world right now. 
where a like lot of things there's, bubbling to the surface. there's a lot of bubbling to the surface and there's mm-hmm. like this weird separation but like as shit gets darker the light's mm-hmm. starting to pop up a little bit more because it's always in perpetual balance right mm-hmm. like in the, in the fact that we live in duality it's everything's in balance it's always mm-hmm. a yin and a yang it's always set up that way like you know even when you have like a mass group of like um you know dark people you know you'll have like one or two really light people that really can balance that whole side out and the same thing on the other side you know you have a lot of people light people there's always one or two bad eggs that ruin it for everybody so there's always this perpetual balance it's always in flow and it's always in movement and it's always shifting it's always going back and forth and it's moving around but like you're starting to notice that it's coming more into fruition where there's like the stakes are getting a little bit higher and higher and higher you're like we're moving away from this gray area where everything yes. is kind of in shadow yeah. to like black is, mm-hmm. and white. Mm-hmm. And you're like, now mm-hmm. people are starting to pick sides and you're yeah. like, okay, this is, yeah, we got to go this direction. We got to go this direction. Yeah. And it's getting really, really evil and getting very, very bright. And you, know? you have like Lil Dicky and his crew of like 20 like A-list celebrities like Ariana Grande making music videos of like cartoons about like saving the planet. Go Check I out know. our website, how you can help the oceans. Which is People cute. using their, you know, celebrity power for those types of things, which well, is cool. I, it's and, cute. It's necessary. Like in LA, it's there's necessary. some weird shit happening in LA. Yeah. Like you can see it in the, in, the, in, the, in the shows that are coming out of Hollywood. Like a lot of the shows that are coming out of Hollywood are really, really dark. Really dark. And you're just like, what it's, is going on in Hollywood that everyone is crumbling. so dark? It is. <laughs> a lot you know? of well, I crumbling. think a lot of them are basically, yeah. they've gone, they went through the ringers. Like I know, like you watch... Um, Katy Perry. I'm like, Katy Perry went through the ringer. I'm Absolutely. just like, I'm like, holy smokes. Eminem. What's that? I'm just like, have you ever Yo, went he to did, a, yeah. Have you ever went to a Katy Perry concert? No, I haven't. That was the darkest thing I've ever seen in my life. It felt like that at Ariana Grande, too. Ooh. Well, she's also said that she's been basically... Ooh. You have to remember, when they, they pull them in at a young soulless. age, right? Yeah. They pull them in at a young age mm-hmm. when they start to inject their soul, because they put them up mm-hmm. as, a, as a seductress. Yes. Yep. So the female a becomes a seductress, a sex, sex kitten. and yep. the, and programmed. And that's, and that's programmed. And they exactly. use it... And then that industry, they have the programming down so the neuroscience, the, like mm-hmm. the neuropsychology in that is so precise and it's so dark and it's so controlling. Like I was able to see it from an outsider because I'm not a Katy Perry fan. Yeah. But when I was in there, I was watching mass fucking control on a mass level. I was just like, yeah. this is fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, they're watching this thing. I'm just like, this is Nuts. the craziest. Not the way that they're playing neural association and the way that Everything. they're. The and way that they're playing desires. anchoring, the way that they're doing all of these stuff, mm-hmm. the messages that they're dropping, I was just like, mm-hmm. this is wild. Like, mm-hmm. it went from, so her concert went from being uh, from hell, like all of these images of hell. So they started it before it even even show started. They had all of the, the big screens were like fire, aliens, pyramids, this. They were just blasting you with all of this weird imagery that people were just kind of like it was like this weird silence where everyone was going felt uncomfortable wow like everyone felt uncomfortable like you could wow. tell because it was triggering just, to their system boom so everyone's really uncomfortable and then Katy Perry comes out and what does everyone do yeah so what did they do they just anchored all of that into shit your body. into a <gasps> fucking feeling good. into feeling oh. good and I was just like holy oh. shit so I was <laughs> so I was wild so I was watching got exact opposite yeah so this this is like what we're talking about with our desires is you know things like sexual energy is such a powerful force Mm. it's such a primal desire that's been used for 
evil, essentially, like to oppress people, to oppress, or you know, semantics. Yeah. But essentially, you got to look a on our side. You got to look on our side, though. However, on our, on our side, we're cursed with it, right? Because we're lustful by nature, and we have to fucking avoid that. So what happens is, is when it throws it out in front of us all the time, men become lustful by nature, and it's something we fight consistently all the day. It's distracting, though. That's the thing. It's, it's a like distraction. All these like little Hollywood sex kittens, Britney yeah. Spears, Ariana Grande. You know, they're bred to distract people. In they distract a men and women. Absolutely. Absolutely. They give, they give women a it's bad, a sexual energy. bad thing it's not and men it distracts them from being their true selves. And not lustful. only that, no, no, it's we're, a distraction. We're lustful. Men are lustful. We do it. Like, we try to avoid it and we like, oh, don't do women that. Women are too, that. trust we me. We can't Definitely. do that. We, we shouldn't be doing that. Like, if you, <laughs> you start to feel, you start to feel all these, these negative emotions from it, right? Because I think women might like, actually be worse. The, the bottom line, the bottom line is, this is how this <laughs> I know they are. has been very calculated yep, yeah. up until this point. People are waking up and our intention, because our sexual energy is such a huge part of who we yeah. are to use it to you know recalibrate ourselves it's it's a part of our huge power as yeah. a human being yeah and and to use that for good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and for instead of women to be objectified and you know as a sex sex object to actually like reclaim that for themselves yeah. and and to utilize that as they so desire for good you know, it's for whatever kind of like beautiful message it is that we want to deliver. Exactly. I mean, look at how easily that was just reaffirmed. They put all these images, this association, blah, 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 and then reaffirm it with a beautiful sex kitten in front of you to spark you well, up. Well, that's what it is. It so literally she- lightens up your loins. What do you think happens? Even if a female, females get, females get, get turned, turned on by on, the girls. Of course, yeah, they do. Of course we do because the female body is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just saying it's just yeah. It is a pretty, it is a beautiful piece of art. Like, honestly, construction of a... Of, Regardless, you know what I mean? So, like, that is a very intentional power. And for so long, it has been used in the direction of the desires of the, you know, white male patriarchy system. Disempowering the masses in whatever form. Disempowering. Taking away all your sense of power. Just making you quiver, let all of your blood just flow right down to here. And not at all encouraging the process to go right back up, which is actually the kundalini energy rising. That is the rising of your sexual energy. It is meant, it's like, it's actually the rise of like Christ consciousness going up through. It's the going up it's all what the way. Egyptians yeah, talked about the, Egyptians the, Ankh, talked the about. symbol of the Ankh, like mm-hmm. all of the the philosopher's stone mm-hmm. like the secrets to immortality mm-hmm. like any of these you know cultures over Absolutely. time it's the secret of life yeah. basically and that has been taken away it's a, yeah. it's power that has been stripped from us intentionally in my opinion Absolutely. yeah and to, so to intentionally reclaim this part of ourselves and use it for good you know yeah potentially get your consciousness rising oh. again you want to tickle your loins. Yeah, good. Beautiful. Get all that energy actually there. That sacred energy. That is your sacral chakra. That is your sexual energy. That is your life force. Creative force. We want it. That is your creative force. That is your life force, literally. So we want it to be sparked up. We want it to be lit up. But we don't want it to just stay there and deaden out and let, let out to the earth and spray it out, literally, to somehow rise back up again. So get you In back. In order to do that, you have to have more it. control Elevate. of it, though. Yeah. You need so to have then, a, a so then, large amount of control. You have to have so a large that's, that's amount of control and have a lot of sexual control. That, that is us part it's of teaching part of that, that sort of teach. control. That's Absolutely. part of our work and yeah. what we do. Our last show was triggering to a shit ton of people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Triggers. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got, like, people like, well, you know, why are you objectifying yourselves now? Da, 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 da. And we're just like, dude, 
to show you that I can do whatever I want with my sexual energy. That is not in your hands. Yeah. And for us to now open up this dialogue and this conversation so that you can actually ask me now about my own sexual body, about my experience with my body that you got, you had the pleasure of fucking witnessing when I was up on that stage. Not for you, but you happen to have gotten to witness it. Yeah. Now, wow, what are the processes that I go through in order to be able to do that? Ooh, that's a conversation that now allows for this to now rise up into your brain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, there's also fun things to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we try to enjoy both sides of the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) We are carnal animals after all. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Holy shit. Just wild. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, we're such, yeah. We work hard and play hard. We work hard, we play hard, we definitely do things. It's so funny. Like, we don't drink, but. Yeah. 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 Just smoke? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, like drinking. Drinking messes you up. Yeah, man. But I, haven't, I haven't smoked anything it's not good since for they you. made it legal. It's poison. No? Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's literal poison. Really? Yep. Got rid of everything. Actually, got rid of all of it. Really? All of it. It's been a wild journey. It's been like a wild year. Yeah, pretty it's much. Yeah. He flushed it down the toilet. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? This shit's legal? Man? <laughs> Fuck this shit. Man. Man, it took all the fun out of it. everything away from me now. Yeah. I went outside I went outside to the the balcony, there's this broken little bong there and it just looks so sad. <laughs> I got rid of my vape pen and everything. Everything was gone. It was the vape pen was stepped Aww, on. It was just, the poor oh, the tears down his eyes, they took her too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they took her too, yeah. Exactly. Steve's all upset and That's sad. So yeah. funny. Really? Well no, it all came down to the distractions. That's so hilarious. I realized that all that yeah. stuff is just a distraction mm-hmm. in order for the whole thing about staying in the present, staying in the moment, yeah. staying, allowing to make the choices when the opportunity and the choices arise is to making the right choices. You can't fake that if you're distracted with alcohol, with drugs, yeah. with it's any of that true. stuff. Yeah. It's just what it's, the whole purpose of that stuff is just to pull you away from making the right choices. And the next thing I you don't know, think that's the purpose no, of it. That's not the slightest. Far, Which yeah. one? Alcohol and that's not to pull you away from the right choices. You think having a glass of wine pulls someone away from the yeah. right choice? If you the have right four choice, or five or six, that's the difference, though. You have to, yeah, yes, but no, I quit drinking. I have a drink, yeah, yeah. I don't, dr- I'm not drinking, um, no, yeah, and it's to true. get drunk. That's yeah. not the purpose of alcohol, is not to get drunk, right? Absolutely, yeah. I Absolutely. have to use the washroom. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> so I, drink, oh, like, I drink all the water. You should drink all the water. I don't want to break the yourself. break the conversation though. No, I know. This is well, I, I think I think I think right now we though. can probably we can, we can probably like look at wrapping it up and yeah. Just yeah, maybe we're probably just probably like, over an hour or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah definitely. Half, you know, oh, that's perfect then. Yeah. 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 That works. So I think I think really what we can talk about maybe just before we close it off is just that maybe you can tell us like. Either we like to talk about either maybe some of the books you're reading or uh, um, and how to get a hold of you. Sure. You know, like, so do you guys have any recommendations? Or self-development, yeah, self-development practices, a couple of them. Like, maybe two or three self-development. Current, well, I can tell you the couple books that I'm reading right now. Book number one, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I keep seeing that everywhere, man. And Eastern Body, Western Mind. Oh, that's a good one. That sounds I good. have that one beside my bed. Where is it? Western mind, Eastern body? No, it's no Eastern, Eastern body, Western, Western mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. That's such yeah. a good one. It is. It's a great one. It's like yoga and psychology. Yeah. And also Dirty Jeans. I read a lot of books. Dirty Jeans. Yeah. Also another one that I'm learning at the genetics behind our bodies and how we can actually clean up our genetics. It's really cool. 
yeah i love reading all those understandings philosophicals but also the science yeah when they I connect like science. science to things yeah. that's really dope when Huge. science and that sort of uh that sort of side of things become yeah. one you're Marriage? like yo that's actually oh pretty God. dope yeah this, it's amazing that's what i was talking about okay uh well we'll wrap it up but just if you have yeah. an answer here remember talking about we harbor pain and feelings in different areas men in their shoulders is there a science in that like is there have they done tests or is that just i'm sure that they have they, i'm sure like, that is there they like have a control like studies? in terms of, of tests but again it's just like where it is that we're it's where it is that we hold our sense of repression Right? Where is it that uh, women have been controlled for so long, or, or whatever it is that has been consistently pressed upon, depressed upon, constantly? It's been in the womb space. It's our sexualities. It's our, you know, we're built to bear children. So what happens? The hips expand, you know, the contract. So there's a lot that goes on here that is supposed to be in our own sense of control, but has not been in our own sense of control for a long time. So then there's an imbalance that occurs there. And then we hold a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. There's a lot of sexual shame and a lot of guilt that happens to be held in this space. You know, so that I can speak to on at least for, for women's bodies, for men's bodies. For me, my, my assumption is is the idea of having to bear so much weight. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I can agree with yeah. that. I was more sort of saying if there's like, have they done tests on That's a good question. That? I'm sure Like, is there like a, a scientific study? There's, that'd there's be kind so of cool much, to see. There's, there's so much progressive that. science out there that's... Proving, proving, proving spirituality yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's like I yoga philosophies from what I speak from. So like that's, I don't know if it's necessarily science, that's spiritual science, I guess. I think he's talking way. about like actual doctrines. Yeah, like when, they're, when doctrines are like, when that stuff goes together and it's like, hey, it's that, now that makes sense. It's like coming. what Steve was talking about. the already there. It's probably already there. Up. Greg yeah. Braden <laughs> is a great person to look at. He talks about the power of the heart space and such. Dr. Joe Dispenza is one of my favorite persons to look at. He's actually very connected to the body. Joe Dispenza is yeah, good, yeah. He's amazing. Um, definitely somebody I would look up. He might even actually have some sort of more scientific answer to that. He's very much so about the brain and the, and the neurological patterns and yeah. connections. Um, Do you know Paul Check? No, I don't. He's really good. Is he? Yeah, he's like that. He's kind of like a Joe Dispenza type is guy. He? He's a very straight shooter with shit, mm-hmm. and I really like it. But he mm-hmm. connects science, like, a lot to do with, uh, like, uh, water, a lot to do with uh, yeah. drinking coffee, like, yeah. a lot to do with, like, a lot of different things and mental burnout, all sorts of stuff. But Absolutely. Yeah, he connects mind, body, soul, spirit in a really good way, like a Joe yeah. Dispenza type, yeah. and it's really interesting. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It yeah, but anyways, yeah, a couple yeah. more. Do you have any other books? I love how y'all are so woke. Yeah. This is really fun. Hashtag <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's such a cliche now, but it's really cool. It's actually really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's what we wanted to do, just have a talk. Definitely. And we didn't, we were talking about, also I'm not going to say it before the episode, but we're having that one conversation, and like we didn't know where this was going to go, so I think, it, I think it got really it. taken to a good spot. So yeah, yeah, you can find us, Godessa. I'm, I'm reading... Oh yeah, reading. Women who run with wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about like reclaiming um, your creative space, your creative power, and also radical acceptance. Mm. Is a really good book. Awesome. How to actually like sit in your shit. Sit in your, sit shit. In your shit. That's so funny. I started holding space at for yourself. Lady. It's actually an audio book. Yeah, it's really. Really, really, really. Yeah, good. I just stumbled across her. What's it called? Radical. Right radical acceptance or radical self acceptance. I have to double One check. One of the two. Oh, yeah. I think radical self acceptance. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. really, really good. 
Sweet. All yeah. right. So and then, then yeah. yeah, where where can they find you? Where can the people get a hold of you? Where can they book through you? Book through us, all that. Uh, Look at that camera. Where's the camera? There you got okay. your camera Ooh, right there. There I am. I'm not even paying attention <laughs> to all this stuff. Hi y'all. Uh, Godessa G O double D E double S A Entertainment.com <laughs> or dot ca. You'll find us. Um, please definitely check us out. Facebook, Instagram. Also for myself. Inner verse connect I N N E R V inner verse V E R S E. I've said this so many times. <laughs> C O N N E C T. That's hold the other one up. Hold the other one up. No, the other one. Hold it up. <laughs> and Godessa. Hold the Godessa. Hold it up to that camera there. Godessa. This Yay, one over there. This one. Yes, this one. There it is. There boom. It is. Boom. boom. Godessa. So pretty. <laughs> awesome. Very sweet. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. And Katya K A H T J A. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, hey, that's Thank a thought you. exchange. Thought yeah, exchange. That was an episode. That was an episode. All right, guys. Uh, make sure you check us out on uh, Thursdays at uh, txcshow.com. That was my boy, Cameron Barkey. <laughs> Cameron Barkey. Mr. Stripes over here. Hey. And uh, Godessa in the house. Perfect. Thank you very Thank much. You. Woo! Woo! <laughs>